Today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by Snapchat. I used to send my husband provocative photos over Snapchat, but now I send him interesting articles about corporate strategy I find on LinkedIn. Our relationship isn't stale. It's just matured. Thank you for listening to the Anecdotal Experience Podcast. Thanks for telling your friend who's listening now to the Anecdotal Experience Podcast. We're blowing up. Our guest today, John Sheets. Met John Sheets through Alec Caro, who's been on the podcast twice before. He's a good guest. Listen to his episodes too. John is an interesting dude. Kind of old though. Kind of an older guy. Does that mean he's not interesting? Does that mean he's dated and boring? I don't know. You're going to find out. I'm kidding. I wouldn't release an episode if it was boring. I never have, never will. I've had episodes that were boring. Didn't release them. This was fun with John. We hung out. John, I think, drank three beers over the course of the podcast. So there's probably some slurping noises and digestive noises. Sorry about those. Oh, share an episode of the podcast if you feel like it. If you feel like helping. Let's do this, John. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. You're on the radio. Right. You're on the radio. Right. This is live. We're rolling. Really? We're live. live. Why why are you depressed? (laughs) Why am I depressed? I'm not depressed. You're depressed? I'm perfectly happy. Why? Why Why are you so sad, John? Um, sad. Let's talk about this. Yeah. Let's talk about this, John. Let's do it. Is is being you said you we were at the bar and you said you have given up on being <laughs> alive. I, I did not say no, that. No, you said you've given up because I said I said real, I gave up giving a shit about yes. what people think. About, when did that happen? About depression. I don't know. It just comes with age. Well, I think you also said you gave up. You also said you gave up on giving a shit about any sort of self-perception, right? Not self-perception, but what other people, what other people think. Yeah, that's there's no I mean. point in giving a shit about that. It just doesn't matter. When did that happen for you? I don't know. I really don't know. Was it just, just gradual? I think, I think yeah. I think it just comes with age. It just comes on gradual. Who do you? Who do you? care about what they think of you you obviously no i'm kidding uh i don't know yeah everybody's got some friends and stuff that you would hope or family you know that you would hope that you would you know that they would think highly of the way that you what do you think's important what do you think what do you want people the people that you do give a shit about thinking about you yeah what do you want them to think about you? What characteristics do you want them to say? John honest, Sheets is honest. the man. Yeah, he's honest. Okay. But my word counts. I like that idea. Okay. Uh, hardworking. Sex appeal. Got none. When did the sex no appeal? Game. When did no the? Game. When did it go? When did you decide I'm not gonna care? I mean, you're you're an attractive man. Hmm. But just organically, <laughs> I do me. I th- I think most. I'm gonna put probably, a picture of you up. So have. be be prepared to get a, a lot of girls writing on your Facebook wall. Yeah, I'm just letting lot, you know now. A lot of them. But when did you stop caring about that? Like when did you? What 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 occurred to you to stop caring about <laughs> your own sex appeal? Maybe, maybe it was the day that. <laughs> sitting on the edge of the bed when I was still with my ex-girlfriend and she had this beautiful full-length wicker mirror that was just good. It was like an antique wicker mirror that was just gorgeous and it was like six feet tall and it had this wicker stand and everything but we had nowhere to put it in our little one-bedroom apartment so it was, it was pretty much like three feet from our from our queen-size bed in the bedroom and I was <laughs> sitting on the edge of the bed in like some boxer shorts trying to put socks on and I just happened to glance up and was terrified that somebody else was in the room when I realized it was myself. Then I realized that, yeah, that things had kind of gone a little uh Wait, south. you didn't recognize yourself? I did not recognize and you didn't, myself. You were for like, a split second, yeah, for a split second, I was like, oh, my God, you know, you kind of jump. Like, who, who is this who, disgusting who is, who person? Who is this disgusting fat man in my bedroom? And really? It was me. 
Yeah. But that didn't motivate you to be like, all right, I'm going to. No. You said you're with your I girl, sh- right? Yeah, yeah. So somebody loved you at that point. Everybody loves me, man. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves me. But, uh, yeah, yeah. 12 years I was with that girl. Yeah? Yeah. What happened, dude? It, it, it didn't work out. How does it not work out, though? Well. How you got to specifically. It's the Anecdotal Experience podcast, man. Mm. What? You love someone. You're with them for 12 years. Yeah. Things don't work out. Bad timing. Literally, though. Like, what does that mean, dude? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I wasted what a lot drive- of times, what it means literally. But uh, I, I don't know. I thought I could, uh, I thought if I waited long enough, things would change. Things would get better. What was going wrong? Uh, she drank an awful lot. Oh, is that the problem? Yeah, it got worse and worse as time went, and I just couldn't, I couldn't hang in anymore. Okay, keep in mind, no one's going to listen to this that you know. Okay. Right. What kind of drunk was she? Oh, bad, bad. Violent. She was the kind of drunk. No, not violent, but uh, you know, it could go either way. But usually, it went downhill, and it would be like two or three beers in, and then the one of the eyes would start to kind of shoot off a little bit to okay. one side, and the then lazy you don't eye. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. It, it's just kind of chick that would like say something that would get you in a fight at a bar. Or, get you arrested or you just don't know where it's going to go man oh, it was just, just too you could not <coughs> relax volatile very every time very, most of the time yeah. really yeah and then it just got worse and worse and you know i'd i'd come home from work and she would have started drinking way too early in the day and you know i mean hey i'm an old i'm an old white suburban punk i'm an old partier but you know i had to draw the line and i i, I just i stuck it out too long because um my dad, who's passed, uh, at one point was a weekend warrior, and uh-huh. that had gotten to a point that was that was pretty intolerable for the family. And uh, he just, you know, he just quit cold turkey. But it was uh, the strength of my mom forced him to quit drinking because when it when it finally reached a head with dad, uh, mom said, "Don't make me choose between you and my kids because you're not going to win." Right. And he quit cold turkey instantly the very next day and never touched another drop. And what I kind thought, of drunk was he? Just weekend warrior. He was very responsible man. He worked very hard his yeah. entire life. And but when the weekend came, and he, you know, I understood it as I got older. I understood it because he he had a very rough childhood himself. Yeah, uh, his parents were not what you would, you know, they, they were certainly no uh, Ozzy and Harriet types. His mom, I believe, no one was, gets that reference. Right, You're so his, old. His mom, <laughs> his mom, his mom was probably clinically schizophrenic and yet never diagnosed and right. this of course this was a long time ago and i think that his dad probably tried to avoid it and hide it more than deal with it okay so dad's childhood was pretty rough it's amazing he ended up being the, the man that he ended up being but he did have a little baggage and for a while there he was you know kind of the weekend warrior drinking too much on the weekends which could go either way he could either be a big love bug like i generally am when i drink too much yeah or he could get very mind gamey and mess with you psychologically so? what do you mean uh, kind of just pick on you or needle you it's kind of hard to explain yeah, i think i do and no just knows how to push your buttons yeah very push your buttons in a not good way and it would be very upset of course i was a kid you know i didn't really you know your own dad is did you understand though that dad is drunk dad has a problem at first and then my own drinking kicked in at about 12 and and then i started to kind of started drinking at 12 well yeah no way it was the 70s man everybody was partying Yeah, and my hair was parted in the middle and feathered back. Yeah, it was it was super cool. Who gave you your first drink? Uh, well, we used to make what we called concoction, which every generation has their own term for that. But you know, we'd spend the night at the other guy's house, and then when the parents go to bed, then you sneak down and get this much out of every liquor bottle and mix it all together, and maybe add a little Kool Aid or something, Harry Buffalo, whatever you call it today. But uh, at twelve yeah. years old. Oh yeah, we were totally. Well, we were mad. We were mad at. We were mad at, at the world. Wait, what? So wait, this was you. This was your rebellion, or what was it? Yeah, yeah rebellious. That's what I mean by mad at the world. It was rebelling because yeah, we were a little disappointed that, you know, why do our dads act funny? Why do our dads aren't always nice to us? Why aren't they fishing with us and tossing bow and, 
you know, so you get a little angry. You was don't that, really you understand really it that? all, but yeah, you're rebelling against everything. But did you really, at the time, I guess, was this subconscious or was this conscious thought like, I'm upset because I don't feel like I have a good no, relationship totally with totally the opposite. Totally like, I mean, you figure that out later. At right. the time, yeah, you don't realize really why you're doing it. You just, hey, you know, it, it, it's funny, it's fun, you're giggling, you're smashing stuff, you're, you're doing, you know, stupid suburban crimes and running around the neighborhood at three in the morning, smashing mailboxes or whatever you do, you know. But this was, okay, so... Being a little dickheads, basically. But this was you channeling frustration because you felt like... Did you see other people with, like, cool relationships with their dad? Yeah, you he, would see that. Yeah, I would I would think about that. Or, you know, or you got TV. You know, that was, that was the... We were the TV generation. Like, sat in front of the TV for hours every day. And you'd see, you know, you watch these shows and... You know, you see the the idealistic situation of like a say like a Brady Bunch or something, and you start comparing your own situation to that, oh. and, and then you know you're like, no, this we're not like that, and you know it's not real, but at the same time it makes you think like, man, you it know, should be I, close to that. It should be better than it is. Yeah. Right. And I don't I don't want this to sound like a big negative rant on my dad because my no. dad was an incredible man. Yeah. And a really good dude, and eventually, like I said, he did quit cold turkey, and. Uh, after that, you know, he couldn't talk to me enough. And Oh, was he a good dude oh, then? Oh, he was an awesome dude. He, he really? was a very interesting man. He was very much self-taught. And he was quite intelligent, much smarter than I. Yeah, I mean, he ended up, without an engineering degree, he ended up running test cells at General Electric, uh, in charge of the entire cell, running tests on jet engines. So he was a pretty smart dude. At what age did he sober up for you? Uh, I believe he quit drinking in the... I'm going to say early 90s. Were you out of the house? No, I was very much in the house. Okay. But But it had gotten progressively worse. And it's funny because you can tell, like, looking at me, I have two older sisters. Uh, Both are awesome. But uh, you can kind of see the effect of it through our personalities because the longer, like, I'm the youngest, so I was in the house the longest and the worse it got as it went along had more of an effect on me. My middle sister, not so much. And then the oldest sister is the least affected by this. I by think, the alcoholism? In my opinion, yeah. But because I feel it, like they it experienced got, it, it the most. But no, because it, it got progressively worse as it went. Got it. So you, so you experienced went off to college, the most of it. Okay. The oldest sister went off to college and missed a lot of the, where it got, was starting to get kind of ugly. To How the did it affect? It, okay, well then what, what, what's the difference between you and your two sisters? Well, they're what I, you know, what I don't know. How do I describe it? Uh, like I said, I'm kind of a self-described white, old white suburban punk. Uh, kind of a kind of, as a as a young kid, like in high school and stuff. I pretty much uh, not a delinquent, just kind of a jackass. You know, we would That's go out so. on the weekends and, and party and and do little stupid jackass crimes like smashing mailboxes and stupid shit like that because we were angry you know you had to get frustration that angst that you got to get out and yeah there were no there were no good avenues for us we just basically would drive around drinking beers and commit stupid meaningless crimes but uh my two older sisters uh I don't know. I don't really want to speak for him, and I don't know how to describe it, really. I'm trying to think of uh, uh, my oldest sister. The, the the oldest one and the oldest sibling is very level-headed, uh, very analytical, very, I don't know. Yeah, it just doesn't laced, have that. Yeah, no, I understand. It doesn't have that. Mar- Mary, didn't middle, have that rebellious li- streak. Yeah. Just and didn't have any. Little, of course, they're both just awesome anyway. I mean, they're, you know, they're just what I consider like regular people. Like they went they went to high school. They went to college. They got regular jobs. They had families. Yeah. Um, totally they never generated that. that resentment toward their father, which Correct. you probably plus, did for a little bit. Plus, yeah. Plus, they're both girls. So they had mom. I, I'm trying to identify with dad and I'm getting very confused and angry. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I don't know. I don't... How does that affect your relationship with you? Okay, so let's say... Let's start with your dad. How does that affect your relationship with alcohol, having seen your dad kind of be neglectful and being an alcoholic while he was an alcoholic? Did that turn you off of alcohol, or are you still (laughs) like, whatever, dude? I'm still gonna... No, that, uh... I think, well, I didn't make such great choices. So, like, like as a young guy, like I said, like, 12 to 14, we started 
hardcore experimenting with, with drinking on her own, not all the time, but you know, like you. Sp- you spend the night at the other guy's house and wait for the parents to go to bed, sneak out of the house, do all that crazy stuff. But, uh, so yeah, just it, you know, I did the drinking thing and started smoking pot and experimented with harder things. And, you know, it just kind of went from there, but, uh, how does did, that affect I you? Didn't exactly apply myself. I must admit that. Yeah. I mean, you don't end up being a 51 year old tractor mechanic, on accident, you know, it's, you know, I just, I, I joke to myself almost weekly at work, like, you know, I, I, I'll be getting very frustrated with my job or the situation that I'm in, the amount of pay that I get or what I have to do for a living. And, and, and I joke to myself, like, you know, study hard, John, apply yourself, because obviously I didn't. Wait, and you think it was because of also being a tractor mechanic, I mean, it's respectable, but you're yeah. not, you know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, not making a lot of money or anything. It's not like I vacation in Rio or anything, you know, it's, uh, at 51, I start to wonder if I can even keep the electric on, which I just had turned back on today. So what do you, it's, what do you uh, think of your life though? Taking a toll. Cause you seem, well, I think to my me, life is, is pretty good actually. I mean, it's, I don't judge life by income. I'm just saying had I made a little bit better choices as a young man, instead of devoting so much time to partying, um, I probably would have been a little bit more comfortable situation now as, as yeah. opposed to kind of living hand to mouth like I do now. Like, uh, But as far as my life goes, I'm pretty happy. I mean, I'm a, I know I'm a, I'm a good dude and, you know, I'm... Well, yeah, I can tell. I have a lot of fun. I laugh a lot harder than a lot of people I know that will you know have really good jobs you know right and i think that's what i'm saying suit and a tie all week i i laugh pretty freaking hard quite often so i'd have to say my life isn't terrible i just i would i could use a little more comfort maybe comfort yes and that's what okay little little security you know a little exactly especially a little less sweating about yeah i think that's really what all i really want in life is to be comfortable and to not have to worry about things so i think right. if you can well, you're always going to worry and everything's relative i mean a guy that makes 10 million dollars a year he's worried about something no he's definitely. upset about something right Every, you know it but but you can set up your life in a way so yeah. i think like, i mean i can take off on saturday like last saturday i took off with my dog and walked for maybe 10 12 miles just out in the middle of nowhere just walking my dog yeah how many guys in three-piece suits making 80 grand a year do that right you know, and that's that a was thing. Really it's cool. freedom. Yeah, it's that. There's a freedom involved, but it, it comes at a price. Everything. You know, there's not that many people that have everything. You know, there's very few people that love what they do for a living, have enough money to do whatever they want, yeah. and really enjoy everything they do. Right. My grandpa. That's a very hard combination to yeah. come by. My grandpa always said, take what you want and pay for it. Live your life. Alicaro's yeah. here. He's yeah. sitting in the corner. Um, yeah, there's one. Yeah. He's but got paper on his face. Uh, don't look at him. Um, <laughs> yeah, my grandpa always said, "Take what you want and pay for it," and it's it always sticks out in my head. It's just like do do the things you want to do. Don't do the things you want to do, but pay the price. Live your life. Don't worry about anything, but choose your own path. And you got to deal with whatever sort of and push in your fucking chair. Yeah, always. Always push in your chair. Take what you want. Pay for it. Push in your chair. Push in your chair. Yeah, but you can only do, you know what I mean? Like you can live what my my priority in my life is being comfortable. I live meagerly, but I can always keep my lights on, you know? Yep. Yep. Talk shit about my apartment. Say whatever you want. What do you guys say? (laughs) I'm I'm just teasing because I I literally just had my power turned back on today. I'm the worst. Were you in the dark? Yes. I'm the absolute worst at like, paying bill i just cannot this world i was born into this world i didn't create this world i'm just trying to deal with it as best i can and my brain my system my whole body screams i hate this system i cannot deal with the way things are set up i just don't work that way what do you mean i don't know what that means what i mean is i need somebody that can just take my paycheck every week and give me like here's the money left over somebody just pay all the bills do all that paperwork crap that i just have no no stomach for Oh, you need I to be. Uh, <coughs> you need a mommy. 
Well, no, I you don't do. need a mommy. I you need, need a, a. I need a. You need a mom. You need a wife, mommy. I need a manager. I need yeah. a, a manager. Not. A you mom. need an assistant. I love my mom, but yeah, yeah, I don't need no, no. That's the wrong word. You're not good at taking care of little. I don't things. need a diaper changed. I just need somebody to do all that fucking horse shit that I can't stand. Yeah, simplicity. Yeah, the simple, the better. Yeah, yeah. That's a. I mean, are you, you're a single guy, right? Totally single, not by choice. Ladies, wait, are you Love really them. not by choice? What? You're. I mean, I felt like we were hanging out at the bar, and you seemed like you were pretty, like okay fat. with being. Seemed like pretty fat. Like I was looking at you, and I'm like, this guy kind of seems fat. He's fat. He's definitely fat. But he wears it well. He does. It's like a. It's like a ham suit yeah it's like a husk to you it's a husk yeah <laughs> a greasy husk no what i'm saying is you we were talking and you didn't seem like you were the you were you were putting yourself a ladies out man there. yeah like like i got the game yeah you seem like you yeah, didn't i got go, a lot of dance moves i would afraid i would phrase you didn't seem like you had the energy to go out and like try to get laid or meet someone i got I'm, we might yeah, have even talked kind of over that i'm a little over that what are you looking for because you're not single by choice you said that. Uh, no, yeah, I did. The lonely gets old, but it like to quote to and it, to quote Pete, it, it seems like an awful lot of work. I don't Who's know Pete. We don't know Pete. Pete, the guy from work that we were talking about at the bar. Okay, Pete is a coworker who is yeah, a kind yeah, of crusty yeah. old man, oh, and he finds curmudgeon. it too curmudgeon. curmudgeon mm-hmm. finds that he has to invest too much energy into getting laid. Yeah. But are you looking for like a, are you looking for a lady? I'm not looking. I got a dog. I got a motorcycle. Why would I want to screw all that up? You've companion. You're content with your life. I, I guess. Dude, you are, know. man. I don't think content is the right tell. word. You I, can I just, I just, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of fear there. There's a lot of fear. What's the fear? What's the getting hurt again? I don't think I can take the getting hurt. You know that. The thrill of the chase, that's kind of a young, like Alec over there. He loves the young man's game, the thrill uh-huh. of the chase. He wants to get laid. He wants mm-hmm. to chase the ladies. That's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. To me, that just sounds like a lot of work. But I would love to, I'd love to like, like what I really miss is just hanging out on the couch, watching a movie. Yeah, you know, dog. Having a good dinner, having a good discussion, going on a nice walk, stuff like that. It's not, it's not about the getting laid. It's not about the scoring. It's not about anything like that. I certainly don't have any game or anything for, for that. But, but I'm sure it is, you got those dance moves, is, dog. I totally have dance moves. Nah, no, you totally. There's no way he does. To- oh, no way. God, I can bust a move. No, no way. No, it's totally. No, I know what you're saying, though. You're looking, dude, you're just mm. looking for, you're looking for the but state I, not, after. I'm, yeah, you're, I'm just not looking. I, that's the thing is. You're saying, no, no, no. Okay, you're saying it'd be nice to have. It would be great to have. It'd be nice to have the, like, after romance, that comfortable familiarity with another person. That's what I... The honeymoon never ends. The honeymoon never ends. What do you mean? That's what you're... Well, I just felt like you kind of made it sound like once once you... once you've met somebody and you've, you've, you've been together for a little while, then you settle into something. That's not... That... That takes all the fun out of it. It does? I, I thought so. that's what you were talking no, about. No, no, it's not. I thought it's you not, were talking about the settling that, I was in, the about familiarity. The comfort, the comfort, but not the, there's no settling in. You always, you got to keep it vibrant. You know, you got to be an adventure about it all the time. There's got to be something going on all the time or, or you're going to end up getting some stagnant crap that really? you know, everybody's going to want to get out of. Wow. See, I'm looking forward. Gotta be, it's got to be fun. But dude, you were just What's the point if if it's not fun, what's the point? What I'm looking for. Here's what I'm saying. I think it'd be cool to just have like family. Like family that I could have sex with. Can't have sex with my own family. <laughs> I think that's against the law. It is. It? I think and especially in Cincinnati. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that's If we're to go over the river it might be but i would like to just find someone that's familiar comfortable and loves me unconditionally and not have to do i don't like dating i don't like conditionally what's that there's always condition (laughs) it's gonna be a condition what you never experienced unconditional love john yeah well of course i have but got a mom right yeah mom's the best is she the closest thing to unconditional that lady will love you if you're 
It just doesn't matter. That lady does not stop loving. Hey, you know what that's called, John? Unconditional love. Yeah. But I'm not going to sleep with my mom. Exactly. So you right. got to look for... You're talking about somebody you're having a relationship with. Right. But I'm saying, there's, I don't there's think There's always a condition on that. There's You can't walk out with liver sausage smeared all over your cock and expect to have unconditional love. It's I just think, not going to happen. I think you can. No, I don't think you can. I think there can be... You could... Um, what? Okay, your mother, if you walked into her house, her home, with... What was it? Liver sausage <laughs> smeared on her your cock? I believe it was liver sausage, yes. Yeah, she's just going to say, like, John, what happened Yeah, to she'll you? try to get me help. She'll care. Right. She'll, she'll try to calm me down. I don't think that's too much to ask she'll for, She'll definitely man. have some paper towels. Yeah, she'll take care of that. Maybe a Kleenex. She'll wipe you up. She'll totally... Well, she won't, but she will hand them to me. If you asked her to, she would. Well, she might. I don't know. What do you... Why do you think that's too much to ask for, for an, like, another person? You've been married? No. No. Okay. No, no thank then you. Then why do you think... Wait, why do you say no thank you to marriage? I, I don't know. It just seems unnecessary. Why? It's a piece of paper. I don't know. It seems like more, more, more marriage seems more about lawyers anymore than it does about love. Right. Okay, here's my thing. Listen to this. This is what I think. I think marriage is important because it in like all the lawyers and everything and all the money. It's a legal term. I think, but I think it's important. It's become a legal term, much like everything else. Right. But I'm saying it's important because it makes it very, very inconvenient for you to ever leave this person. That's what yes, I'm saying. Yes, it would be inconvenient. It's very, it's insane. Even if you have children at something, it's like, it's that investment where it's like, when you say you're going to marry someone, you're saying, I'm willing to make a very, make this very, very inconvenient for me if I ever want to leave. Yes, or downright vicious. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. though. Yeah. But you're willing to say, like, look, I'm down to agree to this, and I know it's going to be hell if it doesn't work out. But I'm saying I'm willing to go through that hell right now because I think we won't ever get there. Do you know what I mean? So uh, I think the right girl, yeah, I could see, I could see going that way with the right girl. Yeah, yeah, but you're not. You're. And yeah, I think, I think every, every, every person is going to know if they've got the right one. I think they so need, too. They need to go there. Yeah. I'm a romantic. I like to think that there's, there's, you know, love out there. Are you? Are you rom the romantic? Totally. Type? Totally. Yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah. But you seem at this point because I'm, I'm a single dude too. And at the moment, but like, young. what? But you know, I am right. You're right. 27. Yeah, so doesn't get any easier. Better hurry up. Yeah. Really? Well, my, what's that? You sound like you were advising opinion. me. Maybe. What are you saying? That was too advisey. No, tell me, tell me what? No, it just doesn't get any easier. The older what you get, the, 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 trying to, trying to meet people. I don't think it gets any easier. At least it hasn't for me. Yeah. Of course I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not some kind of male model or anything but you I also have, you don't well, seem like so much to work with you don't seem like you seem here's what it is i'm not out there either i'm not trying to meet people because i'm content with being a lonely dude with my cat you do have a cat i do and it's me and my cat and like sometimes on friday nights i'm here with my cat watching anthony bourdain on netflix in it's not you like you are going to be single i am but i'm content <laughs> though i'm happy <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just. That's it. I'm have you ever been? Have you ever been entirely? I'm sure you have. You've been completely alone, but <laughs> entirely right. But All entirely content with that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's it's. But it's almost a trap. You what? get so used to being alone. You be, you can get used to it. Oh, it's amazing. Though. You can get used to it, and the idea of somebody else coming in and messing everything up. Yeah. Or not. That wasn't the right term. It is the right word. Keep going. No, You're fine. Not messing it up, isn't it? Just change, change the the idea of change. Sometimes, right. it, especially the older you get, you know, it's a little it's a little more comfort mm -hmm. to have that set thing. I mean, I can do whatever I want. I can go wherever I want. Of course, I can't afford to do anything, but I can, you know, if I want to take off twelve miles with my dog on a Saturday, and I don't have to call anybody, I don't have to tell anybody, I don't have to worry about any plans, I don't right. have to do anything. Mm -hmm. That that there's something to be said for that. There is. That's that's not a bad thing, but it does get old. And I don't know about you know. Do you want to be with somebody all the time, or just part of the time, or how does that work? Or, 
I don't know. Plus, I, I'm no good at dating anyway. And I've, I, everybody I've ever dated, I've always knew first or worked with at a restaurant or something. I certainly miss Wait, you said way. you're bad at, like, you were saying you have no oh, game. Oh, have no game at all. Terrible. What's Can't your move? meet people. Can't, I don't have any. I've got, uh, you know, I just nothing. I, I think it's difficult, too. I think, uh... Dog, Very difficult. You gotta get I, on I the internet. I don't. I don't care to like have a game. I don't. You know, Alec is always trying to give me advice. Like, oh, you've got to do this, dude. If you do this, then she'll think that. And I'm like, I don't. Care. Check out Alec Caro. Check out Alec Caro's book. He's writing a book on is how to get laid in 20 minutes. He's got his feet out right Maybe. now. Dangerously yeah. close to that cat. Yeah. Hey. He might. Um. Yeah. No, but. <laughs> What I'm saying, though, is I understand, like, it's hard to have game and stuff and, and like, approach people and oh, I figure never out game. Never, ever. Well, it's difficult, how, like, to, I think, I, I'm a great, I don't have game. I don't know how to do it. It's, it's now, difficult. To me, it feels like every young guy has game. It seems like they all have game to me because I have no. No, there's, there's <laughs> losers out there. Like, no. If what I, do you, what, what the, is game to you? What is game? What do you see? And you're like, whoa, this guy's got him up and get somewhere with him. I, I just, I've lost all that. I spent 12 years with Aaron. Who's Aaron? And by t- is Aaron my the, ex, okay, my yeah, ex-girlfriend. Yeah. All right. By the time I got out of that, I'm already kind of old and pudgy and stuff. And I'm like, I don't feel very confident about the way I look and stuff to go and approach people. I just don't feel that likable. I don't feel, I don't feel like I have that much to offer, even though it's not that I don't think Dude. that I'm a good guy or anything or that, that I do have stuff to offer. But I feel like, wh- why, you know, what? Uh, what? Know. I don't know what I feel like. What did uh, you almost say? Well, what? Uh, why would anybody pick me when they could have somebody else? I mean, there's Dude, like so many other people. you got to have self-confidence, man. I do. I do have self-confidence. It's not, a, it's not, it's not that. I don't you know. You got to understand that I you're really a I really don't catch. know how to explain it. You're a pleasant guy to be around. And you want to, I mean, well, I feel what like. What are you doing Friday? All right. Let's do it. <laughs> you and me. I've never let's tried just, it. We'll just jump that let's fence. Let's try it. Yeah. I've never give tried it. A whirl. it. All the kids are doing it. All right. Mm. All right. What it? All right. Then I will truly be pansexual. Mm-hmm. Which at first, yeah, that's how bad I am. I, I really thought that 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 was like a kitchen fetish. Pansexual? It's Pans- not. Yeah, it's not a. What is pansexual? Fetish. It's it's um, apparently I, I don't know from what Alec was explaining to me. I, I Alec think Caro been on the podcast yeah, Alec, in the room right Alec, now. Alec Caro, check out his book How Alec to Get Laid in Twenty Alec Minutes. There now you're talking in Alec the microphone. Yep. Now you're doing it. Yep. Looking off to the side. It's uh, I have to. Um. So you're pansexual? No, I. Not, you're not, I we're think, not going no. on a date. Yeah, no, probably not. Dude, I think you gotta have live. Okay, you gotta be. I think a lot of times, sometimes I think, oh, I need a, I need a lady. I need a lady in my life, and then I'll put ladies in my life, and I'll be like, well, no, I didn't actually. I was totally fine. Just for some reason, someone, some sort of societal norm convinced me I needed a lady in my life. And then I have a lady in my life, and I wish I was just at home with my cat watching Anthony Bourdain. Well... Think about that. What do you think of that? Anthony Bourdain. He's great. Cat. Entertainer. I guess I'm all right with that. Does that seem nice? uh, No, yeah, of course, yeah. I would like like to hang out with a lady once in a while. That would be be awesome. Yeah. But I I don't want to... Full, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I'm gonna ever commit to that because I've gotten so used to just doing my own thing that I don't know if I can commit to anything. Wait, commit anymore. to what? Like a relationship or something. I don't know if I could, if I even have that in me anymore. I, the older I get, and I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of cynical. Yeah. Uh, At least you're 51 and cynical. Yeah. What are you 51? Yeah. Yeah, I got. Oh, wait till I'm 71, then I'll really be a curmudgeon. Oh, you'll be dead. Yeah, I'll never make it. I'll never make it. There's no way. I'll never make it. No, I know, but that's the that's the that's how I feel. I think it's that investment of energy. If you're willing to work on something and make, you're like, man, you got to get up out of bed. You got to stop watching Anthony Bourdain. You need to say, all right, I'm gonna try. It wouldn't be fair to anybody to give them to to get them involved with somebody who doesn't necessarily is ready to try yeah well i don't know about ready to try but uh, just all that commitment i don't know 
What? So you're saying I'm not sure enough about it to waste anyone's time. Yeah, I don't want to. It's, yeah, totally. That's fair. Because the lonely doesn't go away. The hurt doesn't go away. The, the, the pain of being lonely doesn't, never goes away. But what happened to you? I like to think of it as cons- considering the other person more. Yes, like, I do too. There are girls I would love to date. And I talk about all the time, like, oh, my God, she's amazing and blah, 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 blah. But would I do this to them? You know, I mean, I think yeah, more okay. of them John than just this. pointed at himself and yeah. said, dude, I yeah. I feel the same way sometimes. But I think they could do better than me, I guess. Is yeah, yeah. You're like considerate of them. Because there are some people I'm like, no way. I wouldn't want to do. Look at me. Yeah, I know who I am. I'm, right. I don't know what I'm working with right here. I wouldn't want to. I'm a nice person and I would never want to do me to them. They're better than that. I wouldn't want. They deserve better. But you know what, dude? You need to. You, you can't get a cat think and watch like Anthony that. Bourdain. I mean, right. what do you have to offer? You can't disappoint people when you're watching Is Anthony he missing Bourdain. A toe? Oh no, no, Sorry. that's fine. Who? I thought oh. he was missing a toe. You need to stop drawing attention to Alec Caro. Yeah, Listen to his podcast. He's in the room. <laughs> I thought he was missing a toe. What happened between you and Aaron, your lady? <laughs> like, what? How did that end? We how already did went it, through all. I know, that. but how did it? Like, what? What point were you like, <clears> look? This drinking is getting out of control. Oh, and that's easy. That you would left, be the, right? That would oh, be. Oh, yeah. That would be the second DUI. Oh man, were you in the car? No, her. Uh, well, the first one was a unfortunate scenario. But what uh, happened? Tell us about this unfortunate scenario. Oh, the first. It's too long of a story. We're okay. not going to go there. But. Uh, the second DUI was driving her car up on the sidewalk in the middle of uh, where we just were, Mount Lookout Square, at 10 o'clock on a Friday night, and managed somehow to not kill anyone, but did total her car. Oh, gosh. And uh, shortly after that... Were you there? Were you? Did you? I was not in the car. I was not there. She just passed out in the car and ran up on the sidewalk, smashed into a telephone pole. Jeez. And then shortly after that... Uh, took another car and hit a neighbor's car on her way home and left the scene. And that was pretty much when... Wait, that was the third many DUI? many painful conversations... Well, that there wasn't a DUI involved in that one. That was... Uh, she managed to just slip away with that one. But uh, that's when I decided that I just... I, I cannot sit here and watch this girl drink herself to death. Now... Was she cool most of the time? Uh, yeah. When Aaron was sober, she was awesome. She couldn't be beat. That's why we were together. I mean, I loved the girl. Right. She was five foot nothing, little pixie blonde. Uh, how frequently chef, How frequently was she Amazing drink? cook. Well, by the end, it was, that was the thing. It was kind of progressive, kind of like with my dad, which yeah. is ironic. But, uh, you know, by the end, she was drinking every day. She'd wake up and start the day with a beer. Yeah, know? man. And that's just, that's beyond, you know, I mean, I'm no angel. I'm a big party monster, but uh-huh. I always have been. But, uh, you know, that's that's just, I don't understand. You know, she needed, she needed alcohol. Was it? it was to it me, just... there's a difference. Like, I never, mm-hmm. I never, I'm not trying to make excuses or whatever, but like when I drink, I'm always out. I never drink at home. To me, it's like the social lubricant. I, I know right. a lot of times I drink way too much, but it's a utility. Who the hell doesn't? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like to go out, and I'm not that great with people, so a little social lubricant helps me. Yeah, before you were drinking, you funny. were pretty awful. Yada, yada. Yeah, very boring. Yeah. Oh, terrible. Yeah, boring. you should have seen him. Terrible. He's horrible. drunk now, so he's tolerable. Yeah, but uh, she just she had that that bug. You She's know, an she alcoholic. Needed, man. She needed it. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm I'm not or haven't been or, or couldn't be. No one's, but she yeah. definitely had the bug. Like she had to get drunk. It's a disease, man. And it was horrible for me to watch. It was very sad. I loved her. She was such a dynamic. I mean, we called her when I first met her. Her nickname was a white tornado. She was, uh, the, she was the pastry chef at Nicole. Oh, I shouldn't even say. She was. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't matter. She was a pastry chef. She was. She was just an amazing 
There's nothing this girl. I mean, if she wasn't cooking, she was baking. If she wasn't doing that, she was reading cookbooks. And if she wasn't doing that, she was watching the Food Network. This chick lived food. She was a foodie before there were foodies. Right. So she won a chili person. cook off at age four. Yeah. Her mom had a designer kitchen business in Toledo. I mean, this chick was amazing. There's nothing she couldn't do with it with food. You could go somewhere. You could. It was so fun to eat out with her. You could go to a restaurant, go to some some nice restaurant. And sit down and just get handed a menu. And, of course, my dumbass, I'd be looking at the menu like, what the hell is this? And she could explain to me exactly how it's going to be served, Uh how it's going to be prepared, just by reading the menu. She knew exactly what it was, what it was going to be. And if we had something we liked at a restaurant, she could go home and recreate it instantly. I mean, she knew the science of food. She knew everything about food. So she was passionate about food. She, oh, so that was her passion. She had the food thing. I mean, but her she, whole family was sick with food. But at the same time, though, she was like Jekyll and Hyde. It was totally. Just like lovely, that's the perfect way to ex- yeah, describe man. it. Loved Hyde. Or, yeah. Wait, Jekyll. No, Love, Hyde was the good person. Was he? Hyde? Jekyll. Jekyll and Hyde. They both sound evil, don't they? they now that do. I think about it. Jekyll and Hyde. Jekyll's evil as fuck, dude. Jekyll, that sounds Hyde, like evil. Hyde sounds like he's going to skin your ass. All right. So the good part. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, we'll yeah, the good one. She Sober, she was awesome. Sometimes sometimes with some beers in her, she was awesome. She would be a lot of fun. Okay. So and a little I bit loved loose. doing stuff with her. But the longer the relationship went, the further we got away from doing stuff together, the, the more space there was between us you know the intimacy left the 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 closeness left the fun left it was just basically nothing left but but me trying to salvage her i felt like so the more alcohol got involved the more you saw it slipping away it just got ugly and i'm not trying i was no angel the whole time either i mean you know everyone always says everyone always says plenty of nights that john was on 11 also we understand that you're not an angel and that's okay right yeah but well, pardon me. The uh, you're so gross. I know. I'm so fat too. An animal. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Did like, I mention like a John's that eats fat? A lot of him. It's like a turtle the, with um, a fat like a tortoise. The, without a shell, which is even grosser. <laughs> it like is. a turtle like without a, a shell that eats a lot of ham. Tortoise. Yeah, it's nasty. Gosh. But uh, I loved her. I totally loved yeah. that girl, and that's why I stuck in there so long. I mean, yeah. I I don't I don't want this to come off as like my ex-girlfriend is this horrible person because no, I man. still to this day love that girl and we yeah. still talk. I helped her move out of the house that we shared. I helped her move into the house that she bought. And that's the good part of the story that I want to get in before this is over because yeah. I don't want to just run Aaron through the fire and let everybody think she's a hunk of junk. Yeah. She ended up, after we split up, uh, she ended up meeting a guy. Uh, let's see, what's his name? Dale. What's his name? Doesn't matter. Dan. Stan. Stan. Her, her, she, and she married a guy named Stan. And you were cool with this? I was totally cool with it. Stan was a super nice guy. How long after? I loved Aaron for 12 years, and it's not like I'm going to just stop loving her. No, it's you big know? of you, I though. totally, totally love that girl. Yeah. I just couldn't stay with her. That was the hardest part of it. It was the most frustrating and the most hurtful part was I totally loved the girl. I never yeah. stopped loving her. It's just that I couldn't live with her anymore i couldn't right. do it anymore i wasn't going to watch her if because i thought at the time this is just going to keep going downhill until right. she's dead and i was uh, i can't watch it i'm not going to watch this happen to you right but we split up and somehow she met this guy stan who was an all right dude i met him he seemed all right and uh, they ended up actually getting married and buying a house together. And as far as I know, it's been a little while. We were staying, uh, excuse me, we were staying in touch a little bit here and there with uh, texting. You okay. know, we'd keep in touch and we did actually see each other once in a while. And then uh, we kind of, you know, as time went on, it kind of got more and more spread out until it finally went away. So, right. it's um, got another man. Now. I do kind of need to get in touch with her and see how she's doing. I would like to know how she's doing, but uh, I really don't know, but I'd like to think she's doing really good. I hope, you know. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know if Stan had something I didn't that helped her take care of herself or 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 not or if if she's still the same way. I don't I don't know. Well, I think that's really big of you to just be more concerned about the person than the fact that whatever she needed she couldn't get with you 
You know what I mean? I think that's really big of you to understand. Like, I'm just glad that this person I loved is not self-destructing anymore. Yeah. I think that's awesome, man. Yeah, I'm an adult. Dude, but like <laughs> some people aren't. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not 13 years old. You know, I'm not going to throw a fit because I'm not with this girl. And I, I never understood the like, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And then all of a sudden, as soon as it's over, I hate you. She's a bitch. She's a whore. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. You right. know, it just seems so phony. It's, uh, I don't not love the girl. I yeah. totally love the girl. I, I spent 12 years of my life with that girl. Yeah. I'm not, you can't just, it's not a switch. Dude, that's huge though. You know? I mean, how many people do you meet all the time? Like, oh, my my bitch ex-girlfriend or my yeah, it's dick annoying, ex-boyfriend. It? It's like, dude, you loved them it's at some so, point. It's so phony. Yeah. Just, it's just, you're just saying that to help yourself get over it. Or, right. They're just it's a easy, person. It's easier to attack, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, that's the way of the world now. It's easier to attack than it is to just be honest, suck it up, right. tell the truth. Exactly. You know, yeah, it hurts. Do I miss her? Yeah, I miss her. Yeah. It hurts, but uh, it's for the best. We're both happier, I'm sure. Right. And I don't want her to not be happy. Why some would people, I want her to not yeah. be happy? Dude, some people, though, like, I'm just saying, some people are like, eh. Like, they, it's easy. Sometimes it feels better if you're not happy knowing someone else isn't happy. There's a yeah, weird thing there. right? Those no, people but, suck. I know, they suck. And they make the world suck. Right, but that's the human experience is to not... It's the idea of not taking the negative energy you're feeling. Yeah, most and, people suck. Right. But, you know, take that negative energy you're feeling, like you felt when you finally ended it with her, and said, look, I'm not going to take this negative energy I have in this relationship I've had, and this all this energy I've put into this woman, and now I ended it with, I'm not going to take all this negativity and give it to someone else. I'm going to take it and do something better with it. And be concerned and hope this person does better and betters themselves and starts enjoying their own life. That's you yeah. said it's a it's very grown up, never, but it's very never big. Wanted, never wanted anything bad for her. It's awesome, man. I I mean I gotta admit when we were together, there were times I I honestly thought maybe I could possibly strangle her. Yeah, but, you know, there's that, time. That's yeah. heat of the moment that's crap. That's normal. You know, I've fantasized about choking people. Sure. Yeah, but. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah, always yeah. want the best for. Her. Dude, you're a good guy, man. You're hey. a sweetie, man. Mm. Yeah. I learned that from my dog. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, dogs will love you unconditionally. There you go. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, they got nothing but love to give. <laughs> or they just want food or something like that. They always wants food. Yeah, but like, okay, so now in your life, you wake up every day, and you go to a you, dog to a dog dog licks you awake and you go and you hang out with your friends at bud herbert motors no those are co-workers you got some homies there you got yeah, friends. a couple i got a couple what do you think of that like do you when you wake up in the morning you're like you know what <laughs> I was just discussing that this morning yeah i wake up and it's the only time of the day i can i can get my extremely high energy awesome dog to uh be relaxed and cuddly yeah so i try to i try to push that a little bit i try to get a little awesome time in with the dog uh-huh. and then uh, work my way downstairs and feed the animals i also have a uh, jack the juicy cat i feed him water him put put glenny outside that's the dog yeah go upstairs get in the shower and <laughs> start thinking about bob who's bob fuck Bob, I, I work with Bob. He's uh he's awesome. He's uh totally great. What is this? Is this uh, sarcasm? Yes, totally. Is it? Totally. Wait, so are you already frustrated about the day you're gonna have when you're in the shower? Totally. Really? Yeah. So the people you work with really a they cup, occupy cup, your brain bandwidth. It's just a, you know eight hours and fifteen minutes of five days of my week every life are committed to spending time in a small room with these people and you know but you're already some frustrated good, some <laughs> you're already very, frustrated with them very, before very you get there good. yeah yeah imagine really that. imagine that hairless apes are aggravating but okay when the day's over though is oh it, is it's it, on it's, and it's cool Everything's okay groovy. so you're kind of like ah man but 
What about the people you do work with? Real people. Okay, the people you do work with, the people that you like. Oh yeah, that they gotta bring you joy. Sure. You know. Yeah, yeah. They get to watch me bleed and yeah, have accidents. Dude, nice. That's like that's your job is so much. It it's so much of your life. Yeah, you eight hours like and fifteen going. minutes a day. Yeah, man, you gotta <laughs> like going into work in the morning. I do. Like, I I come in every morning in a great mood. I, do, I can't say as it lasts every day. Right. Some days it lasts. Some days it doesn't. Depends on what happens. I'm sure that's true of most people. I don't bring the bad attitude. It's beat into me. Is the way I like to put it. You okay? So you start the day. On I the always start the note. day. You well, I can't say that. There are some days I do get up on the wrong side of the bed That's and fair. come in with an attitude, but I'm sure most people do that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'd say most days I come in looking to have a good day. Everybody wants to have a good day, right? Yeah. And then, you know, somebody will poop in my cereal. Right. It happens. Damn dog. No, he never does. No. He's good. He's always golden. I'm sorry about guy. your cereal, man. It's Well, I'm not a big cereal guy anyway. Dude. But all you can do every day is start the day trying to make everyone else's day better and bringing your positive energy yeah. to your workplace That's or all whatever. you can do. I love the people I work for. It's the people I work with that can be an issue. Yeah. Also, yeah. if you don't like your, if you don't like the people you work with, you've got to quit. Huh? Oh, you got to bounce? Oh, he's got to... All right, go pee. We'll pause it. Yeah. All right, I'll mark it. I'm feeling fat. You're feeling fat? I'm feeling like I'm going to eat ham tomorrow. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. I can, I can, what are you, do you eat ham a lot? I eat ham a lot. What do you, what kind of ham are you with? Um, it's center cut ham. What, do you fry up ham? No, 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 I make a ham sandwich. Ah, there's joy Duke's in that. Duke's mayonnaise. Duke's mayonnaise is the only mayonnaise you use. See, dude, there's simple pleasures in life mm-hmm. that you gotta love. Ham sandwich. I make a ham sandwich. I come home for lunch. Yeah. I let the dog out. I live like a mile from my job, so yeah. I, I come home at lunchtime, let the dog out. Usually give him a smoked pig ear yeah. that I get at the butcher shop, too. And I get this really good ham, and I make this ham sandwich. And I go upstairs, and I watch retro television and eat a ham sandwich this sounds like joke. talking to the mic oh i'm John. sorry there you go talking to tell the us mic. about okay so you watch retro tv you eat that ham well, yeah, sandwich. i just have rabbit ears i don't have cable or anything i don't make any money so that's I, all you need though but it's cool yeah there's so many retro channels now and that's totally what i'm into anyway so it totally works for me and you wait that's lunch that's your lunch mm. every day yeah ham sandwich usually and uh you Glenn, fry it up. Glenn gets a piece of ham. No, 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 no. Just totally lunch meat. Just style. lunch meat. Okay. Yeah. Dude, but there's a simple. There's such a like simple pleasure in that. When you do you know what I mean? Yeah, ham and mayonnaise. Yeah, dude. I totally just, like, get it. I all like fat, fantasize. People about love it. that shit. Oh my gosh, I'll fantasize about eating like beans, like a bean puree. I'll like puree some beans. The fuck? Wait, 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 wait. Let me, I'm telling you. You told me. Like you're eating pine cone sandwiches and shit. Pine cone. Oh, I'll go to melt. No, I'm not eating a pine cone sandwich. I'm just taking black beans and I'm pureeing them. And then I'm putting them on eggs. It sounds way too healthy. It sounds way too healthy. It's not. I grease it up. It's amazing. It's a Huevos Rancheros, man. But point is you like huevos rancheros there's a there is a satisfaction and there's a joy i get from eating food oh yeah that makes my oh. life worth living and you're not even fat where do you get fat fat people love eating food dude oh. i was fat oh i could eat that yeah you know what i'm saying though mm. so there's like a simple there's simple pleasures totally. in life man oh yeah that you realize you're like oh man when you're watching anthony bourdain with your cat no, with a I'm, not I'm not i try to pretend i don't have a cat and i never watch anthony bourdain yeah but dude you have your thing your thing is the retro oh, yeah, tv in your ham yeah. sandwich man right 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 you know give me some original star trek and a ham sandwich and i'm in there oh is that it oh totally is that the recipe for oh you know it is it or, or, you know, I don't know, anything black and white, Twilight Zone, anything, anything. Oh, Twilight Zone's tight, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Petticoat Junction, anything, anything old. I love it. What's your, uh, what's your, what is the best part of the day? 
What's Best that part like? Of the day? Is it lunch or is it like? No. Where is it? What is the like the moments where you're like, ah oh, man, if I once I get here. Oh, that would. Well, I mean, it's not every day, but the thing I really look forward to, the thing I really want to do is be out in the middle of nowhere in the woods with my dog. That's the absolute best. What? You like that? You like that? That is into totally the, wild the love of my life right now. That's absolutely what I look forward to. It's the only thing I really want to do. Like, if I hit the if I hit the freaking mega millions lottery thing and could do anything I want to do, I'd be out in the woods with my dog. That's really? It. That's totally what I what, would be doing. What, just lost in and the woods? dining and going to museums. That's all I would do. And That's it? maybe maybe eventually I'd take off on a giant motorcycle trip, but Totally being in the woods with my dog is is where it's at. That's, really? that's it for me. Totally. Love Just what it. is it? Peace Can't or what enough. is it? Yes, totally. Peace, tranquility. Nobody nobody being rude. Nobody being loud and obnoxious. No people. There's no people at all. There's no hairless apes whatsoever. You've given up on mankind. No, I haven't given up. Entirely. I just get goddamn tired of them. They're annoying as fuck. They can't drive and they don't push your chairs in. Dude, you are drives curm- me nuts. You are a curmudgeon. Totally. You are a crusty totally. old That's man. That's my my middle sister's pet name for me is the curmudgeon. Dude. She loves to call me that. Yeah, dude. I like going to a museum by myself. I don't like even. I love looking at stuff. Look, I, I'm I'm a very visual person. Yeah. And um. Yeah, I could do I could do museums every day, all day for the rest of my life, and just look at things. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, man, I love it. That's, totally. That's what's up, though. It's you got to find, like, take notes on times where you find joy in your life, and say, "Look, I found joy at this point in time. Oh yeah, I need to put this in my life." There are just yeah. There's times when I'm out in the middle of nowhere with, in the woods with, with my dog, and I'm which totally totally what? can feel the. You can just feel the. The what euphoria, you know? Really, really. you just it's like really being stoned get a... or something. It's just a very euphoric, relaxed, peaceful. Uh, I look at my beautiful dog and I watch him run around. It just can't be beat. Sometimes it really delivers. You it never feels moments. like drudgery. You know, I can walk for like last weekend. I walked for God, I don't know. It must have been at least ten miles. Yeah. At least through the woods, some, sometimes through honeysuckle and briar patches, and I don't even care. It's fine. I'm bleeding, getting stuck, torn up by, by briars. I don't even care. I love every second of it. Yeah. I love being out there with, with Glenny boys. He's awesome. And he's just such a sweet, innocent, you know, that I think that's what it is. I think it's easier to, it's easier for, for me, my personality, it's easier for me to relax and have a good time with, with my dog than it is maybe another person uh, because a, a dog to me is just they're just so innocent unconditional you know, they, they, love they just, they, just, they just have that they love everything you well know, they don't I watch Glenn anything. run around and yeah. smell flowers and everything's exciting and new to him and he just he just just to watch him go I just love to watch him go well I think dogs don't have expectations of you and they're companions that have no expectations. You. That's true. That's true. Do you know what I mean? They love you either way. Like your dog, you don't have to I don't say mind, anything. I don't mind somebody having expectations. So that's not. I mean, it's it's kind of it's a nice feeling to meet expectations or to please another person. You know, to to make someone happy by your actions. That's that's a pleasure of its own. But I, I don't know how to explain it. Like I, I just don't. I'm not. I, I'm not that comfortable around people so much you know like like yes i like to go to a like i'm a big friday happy hour bar guy that's my thing like i try to go all week without going out but i don't always make it and (laughs) but usually friday after work is cut loose time and i like to go basically to the yacht club uh a lot of a lot of friends there Mm -hmm. a lot of great people and beautiful people and just hang out, but I have to have that social lubricant. I cannot. I, I'm not just going to sit in there and drink water. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm pounding good beer and I'm pounding whiskey for a reason, because it makes it easier for me to be in a crowd of people. Yeah. Nothing Never have that. that problem. Like I could be, I can be with my dog any old time and not feel like I need to. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying social expectation. Yeah, yeah. That's what's totally, beautiful about dog. Totally. It's a companion that doesn't expect you to make conversation. And it's funny though because I've always been like a class clown type, and people don't. Uh, I don't think people understand how absolutely uncomfortable I can be mm. in a crowd like that, like because I hide it so well. Yeah. 
you know, I play the clown, I try to make people laugh, I act silly all the time, and people take that as, oh, he's very comfortable and he's vivacious and fun and yeah. blah, 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 That's really not the case. If you really could see me inside that yeah. animated shell, then you would understand that, yeah, that's just an act to hide the fact that he's really not that comfortable here. Yeah, that's a thing. I mean, that's a, like, it's you're not, not a comedian, but yeah, that's a comedian thing. It's because totally, people totally. always assume that these, like, comedians well, are really... Well, they just really... take it a step further. They figure out that, hey, I'm that way all the time. I might as well try to make money at it. Right, because you're, at that point, at some point, if you're the class clown or whatever you refer to it as, like, you're a performer. Oh, totally class clown. Yeah. But my, my entire life, my mom actually has... Uh, one of my early grade school report cards and there's a note from one of the teachers on it that says John loves to entertain his friends even at his own expense as though it was some sort of a problem right like this needs to be addressed and I think it's I want to I want to I've always intended to go up to mom's and find it and take it home and frame it hanging on the wall because yeah. it's me in a nutshell I mean it's totally John loves to entertain his friends it should say especially at his own expense because I am the most self-deprecating you know, that's my style. I like to, you know, I make fun of me before anybody else has a chance to. I beat him to the punch. Oh, yeah, that's that a way, defense mechanism. To me, everything is fair game, yeah. So right. I can, I can yeah. make fun of you because I just totally rip me apart. Right. And it it's should like be you cool. have no And ambi- most people right. are cool with it. And it's amazing what you can get away with it with a smile on your face. If you say it while you're laughing or have a smile on your face, it's amazing what you can say to people without getting your eye punched out. Right, no, that's the difference. The difference is, like, if you have a smile on your face, it doesn't seem like you are intending to hurt, you know? Absolutely. So that's, and even when you you self-deprecate, it's you taking the ammunition out of everyone's gun. You say, look, what are you going to do? You don't have anything against me. It's so disarming. People don't know what to do Mm -hmm. because everybody's so worried about being pumped up and and I'm so cool and I'm so hot. I'm Mm -hmm. such a lady killer. And then when when you come up and you're like, oh, I'm fat and stupid and I look like a turtle. And they're like, it totally disarms them. They they totally don't know what to, who is this guy? They don't know what to make of you. Mm -hmm. It totally takes them off their game. And it's your defense mechanism, Sometimes allows you an end that you wouldn't normally get. Yeah. Yeah. Totally defense. It's honesty. Totally. It's, but yeah, no, it is appealing, it's though. It's brutally honest. Right. But it's also but like... With, with a reason. With a logical reason. Yeah, it's you saying, look, I know who I am. I know what I've got going and, on. And it's almost... It's it's almost... It's almost the same thing. It's it's just another kind of game, basically. It's, it's like, yes, I'm exposing myself to a point, but it's almost the same kind of thing as the guy with the solo flex addiction and his sister's shirt and the top jeans. It's, you know, that guy, he's hiding things. I'm hiding things. We just have different tools with which to do it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I make a big joke out of everything, and this guy acts like he's going to be your porn star dream come true, which he is not. Are you talking about you're like... Yeah, no, I mean, I get what you're saying. And it, it is. it's all part of, like, your own... Because even if you tear yourself down and you deprecate yourself, you're still, it's all a part of your own identity that you're trying to establish for yourself. Yeah, and there's a way to do it. I mean, you, you don't just want to say like, oh, I suck. I'm horrible. Right, you know, specific. It, you do it in a way yeah. that... that uh, you look like I, a I like turtle. Think, you look like a turtle yeah, and, and you, you say You do it. it in a way that is kind of charming. You don't, right. you don't like, you don't do it in a depressing way. You do it in right. a, you know, it's a funny, everybody gets what you're saying and, and oh, I say, yeah, you're totally no, right. You totally look like a turtle. What it's a, what's appealing though is when you say it and you say, I look like a turtle, like at the bar, you said... <laughs> Yeah, I look like a turtle. And you weren't ashamed. You weren't mm. ashamed of it. You're just like, yeah, no, this is dude, me. I've got, I'm cool with it. I can't cool do it. anything about the cards I was dealt. This is it, baby. Yeah. Uh, dude, got to make the most of it. Be comfortable what, with What the would be person. the point of being uncomfortable? What can I possibly do? You could. Dig. I mean, I could run on a treadmill all day long and be one of those fucking idiots. Yeah. Or I could just, you know, be a turtle without a shell and go on with it. But you're comfortable with you. Is totally comfortable. Well... I don't know about totally comfortable. But yeah, no one's totally comfortable. The older I get, the more comfortable I get because the less shit I give what anybody else thinks. When I was younger, yeah. we were starting to get into right, that earlier. we're back, yeah. When I was younger, you're very good, and you pulled me right back to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. When I was a younger man, you know, younger than you or around your age, I guess, 
I worried a lot more what other people, and I think that's true of anybody. Like, mm-hmm. that's the beauty, that's the one thing, like, yes, the aches and pains, yes, the the beauty fades, and yes, you might put on weight, and you, yeah, you might end up square, and you, you don't know what a fucking podcast is, and mm-hmm. all that shit, but, but what what the beauty of getting older is, is the, the hopefully the wisdom, mm-hmm. hopefully, but... The most beautiful thing to me is that I just don't give a fuck what yeah. anybody thinks about me anymore. I don't care. I you you finally reach a point where you understand that it's all bullshit. Right. And it really and I don't want to make it sound like nothing matters. A lot of things matter and a lot of things are important, but the idea that I don't give a shit what X, Y, and Z, supposing those are hairless apes right i don't give a shit what they think about what i do or who i am or the way i do it or the fact that i like to hang out with my dog and prefer not to date because it's too much of a hassle or might interfere with my fun with my dog and my motorcycle yeah (laughs) i don't give a shit what anybody thinks yeah and that's a freedom that is worth more than gold it's you know what this is what i would call what you just described it's self-love it's learning how to say I'm going to do me, I'm going to love myself, and I'm not going to give two shoes. Who thinks whatever me doing me is the wrong way to do things? And it's you being okay. It sounds like I'm touching myself a lot. Yeah. I mean, you're masturbating a lot. A lot. You gotta be I would be doing it now if you guys weren't here. That, wait, when I say self-love, do you think masturbating? Totally. Really? Totally yeah. humping myself. That's entirely what totally. I meant. It's a, it's a strange position to be in, but I do hump myself. All right. I don't masturbate. I rape my fist. Oh, interesting. Mm. It's a power thing. Whoa. All right. I'm just kidding. We're at an hour. Yay, it's over. All right. Um, Dude, uh, if you can sum up, if you got to tell someone, hey, look, I'm John Sheets. Here's what I've learned. (laughs) I never never would say something like that. You would. Hey. Hey, listen I'm up. John Sheets. You are John Sheets. Listen up. What do you got? I'm going to tell you something. Let me just like, here's a thing that I want to say. Put it in like a sentence. Here's a thing that I want to say. Yeah. Push your fucking chairs in. There you go. It's so rude to leave them out. Isn't and use it? a toilet. Learn how to use a toilet, please. Okay. Please. What are you seeing a lot of that you feel like saying this? Just, you know, I work I work in a place that, that generally almost zero women come to it's all men almost 100 percent. probably 99.9 percent men come into this business there's 99.9 percent men work at this business and almost no infants almost no toddlers i'd say i'd say maybe one a year we get an infant or a toddler and somehow there's always urine or poop or something all over the toilet seat it's just unfathomable to me that some some adult person cannot figure out how to outsmart a toilet interesting it's not that much harder on the seat or on the rim just everywhere everywhere everywhere. they they put it everywhere they're hairless apes they like to pretend you know they (sighs) got their calvin klein and stuff and their their axe cologne but they're really just apes without hair they really are (laughs) Hairless apes. I love them. Though. Pissing on seats, mm. shitting on toilet seats. Who's shitting on seats? That's toilets? what they do. Everybody. Everybody, apparently. I don't know. All right. Well, yeah. you you heard the man. Plug your plug all your stuff. You got any, you doing any performing? Soon. Who? Me? You. Yeah, you got any shows coming up? This is your time. You can plug whatever you want to plug. Say whatever you want. I don't do shows. I just walk my dog. All right, go see John walk his dog. Yeah. Actually, don't, because yeah. he prefers yeah, the don't. serenity. I don't, don't stay out of my woods. If you see Please. John out in the woods, mm. leave him alone. Thanks for off. this. This was fun. You made me talk a lot more than I, than I thought I would. Oh, good. Thank you. It was my pleasure. All right, later.